Did you know that I have another book coming out? The Pre-Med Playbook, Guide to the Medical School Personal Statement, will be out in 2018. Go to personalstatementbook.com and sign up to be notified when it comes out. This is Old Pre-Med's podcast, session number 110. Your non-traditional journey, entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week, where we take questions directly from the non-traditional forms over at medicalschoolhq.net slash forms and answer them here on the podcast. This week, I have a great pod, uh, great question from someone asking whether or not they should apply to a second degree or just stay in school longer. Now, as a non-traditional student, this is a very common question that comes up, especially someone who is kind of a pseudo non-trad, like this person is someone who's still in school, but made a last second decision to enter medicine. So let's go ahead and read this question. Again, this is from medicalschoolhq.net slash forms. Find the pre-med discussion and the non-traditional pre-med form where the questions are taken for this podcast. If you want a question answered here on this podcast or you want to join an amazing community of students, go over to medicalschoolhq.net slash forms and sign up to be part of the conversation. All right, so this question says, I'm currently in my last year of biology and have recently decided to apply to medical school. My GPA is not as high as I want it to be. When applying to the school I am in right now, I had one year worth of transfer credits, so I entered basically in the second year of my program and spent four years in this program pursuing prerequisites to graduate from the biology program as well as pursuing many psychology courses due to personal interests. I decided a couple weeks ago to apply for a second bachelor's degree to both increase my GPA and pursue my interest. This way, if I stay longer as an undergraduate, I can explain it to the medical school committee that I was pursuing two degrees rather than staying longer in my current program, five plus years, to take more courses to increase my GPA. I've contacted a couple of schools. Some of them say that they count all undergraduate course grades into account when calculating cumulative GPA. Some say they only take into account grades from one degree. Now, I don't know what to do after finding this out. Should I still pursue the psych degree or should I graduate later with only one bachelor's degree? Thank you in advance for your help. So it's interesting. And if you're listening to this, I would love for you to reach out to me, Ryan at medicalschoolhq.net, to to fill me in on these schools that say they only look at one degree. Because when you enter in your information into the application services, every grade goes in. It's not separated by degree or anything else. Credits are put in there. Fails, pass fails, whatever. Withdrawals are included in there as well. Everything goes in. And so whether or not you get a second degree doesn't matter. And it sounds like you're doing the second degree to avoid answering the question, why did it take you so long to graduate? And that's not a problem either. You could technically graduate now and then just take more classes 
afterwards. And that would be considered a post-bac, right? Post-baccalaureate, your baccalaureate degree you would get, a BS for biology. I guess you could do a BA in biology, uh, but it'd likely be a BS. And then you take more classes. You go back to the school and say, hey, I want to take more classes. And you can do that after already getting your first degree. And then you just take extra classes. Usually there are bigger hurdles as a non-degree seeking post-bac student at a large university because they will give preference to the degree seeking students. There are ways around this by claiming that you're getting a second degree and they go, oh, okay, and then you just drop out afterwards. So they're, they're, uh, it's a cat and mouse game as a do-it-yourself postbacker. At the end of the day, though, it doesn't really matter. Take the classes you need, raise your GPA as much as you want, and obviously do well on the MCAT and apply to medical school. Write a good personal statement. Go check out my personal statement book at personalstatementbook.com and get notified when that comes out. Uh, prepare for your interviews. Go check out my interview book, which is available now, and uh, impress through your applications and through your interview and get in. But definitely get your GPA up. And, and my question would be, how much are you trying to get it up? Obviously, after four years of school, that denominator is so big, you have so many credits that the needle doesn't move much when you take more classes. So are you at a 3.3? You're trying to get to a 3.4? I would say, eh, it's probably not worth it. Do you have a, a strong upward trend? I, I would question whether or not you would actually need more classes, right? So GPA isn't a GPA isn't a GPA. The trends matter, everything matters. So lots of things to think about in this one. I hope that helped you. If you, listening to this, have questions about your non-traditional journey to medical school, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash forms, go to the pre-med discussion, and then click on the non-traditional pre-med form. That's where I take questions for this podcast, the old pre-meds podcast. Join the community, ask a question, answer a question, but collaborate and don't compete. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the old pre-meds podcast. 